I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao checking in on episode number 501. Thank you very much to everybody who celebrated episode 500 with us. A belated thanks to our friends Jake DeLeon, Veronica Litton, William Elvin, and Robin Sane for joining us for a nice little roundtable on the origins of modern Philippine wrestling. So, Sa lahat ng mga celebrate with us din on your favorite podcast platforms, on social media, maraming maraming salamat. Episode number 500, so now that's in the rearview mirror. Uh, we we got to push forward. Uh, so let's start with welcoming back Chino Sakto right hey. after 500, yung pagbalik ni Thank Chino. You. How's it li- yes. uh, w- What's it like being back after everything that's happened to you, good sir? Uh, lahat yan, makapakinggan yung sa aking audio only. It's coming out. It's actually out right now on the Glass Down. Podcast. Also, I'd just like to send a quick thank you to everybody who listens to my little pod because of you guys. Napunta tayo Spotify playlist. That's right. So nice. We'll Oy, congrats, talk, congrats. We will talk about a lot of that uh, towards the end of the pod. But good to be back, you know. have uh, I've adjusted back to normal Filipino life and the heat that comes with it. So good to be mm-hmm. back, yeah. Upgraded na rin yung setup ni Chino. Pansin na naman natin, may boom arm na siya para sa kanyang mic. Congrats. Yes, that's right. You yeah, and yeah. whoever edits this pod are going to be so happy with the improved <laughs> sound quality. Sana naman. So, <laughs> it, does, it does sound a lot better, so congrats on that. Uh, Alright, so um, first couple of house rules or, or, or admin stuff before we get to the meaty stuff. Let's invite everybody to be part of our patron community, which is growing. And all you have to do is really be part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast's Patreon. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, in two weeks, uh, which I, in 10 days, Terry, 10 days now, we will be having a viewing party for AEW X and JPW Forbidden Door. So if you have been wanting to catch that momentous pay-per-view event, 
live with a, a bunch of people, a bunch of wrestling fans. All you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon to join the watch party. It's on patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. You get access to that plus uh, our Discord community where, we, where we'll be doing that and where we talk about a lot of stuff from wrestling to sports to memes and all of that good stuff. Uh, you get access to exclusive review content that we do. And Shampra, uh, there's merch that we just finally, finally release. Uh, can, we, can we put that up now? Can we put that up? Yeah, uh, Babyface Producer Gel. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, and those are, those are our merch. They come in many different colors. So not just navy blue, not just black, not just white. And uh, patrons get uh, one of these shirts for free. Their first uh, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast shirt for free. Siyempre, beyond the first shirt, you have to pay for it now. But if you if you are a patron, um, you get access to one of to your choice of uh, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast t-shirts in any color. And, yeah, you can customize uh, the colors per design. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So if you don't like white, you can change the, change it up if you want. You're not stuck with these options. Siyempre, uh, beyond this, if we do pasabais in the future, which we will certainly do eventually when there's like a big sale coming down. Uh, we will be having that with all of you. All you got to do is be part of that community. Again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Uh, Admin Jackie has dropped the link in the chat and all the deets. And yun. so please, if, if you can spare some to support us, please do. Gusto ko na nasa date si Admin Jackie at sinabi niya talaga sa buong mundo. Habang uh, nilalapag yung comment. Maraming salamat, Admin Jackie. So there, uh, go check out uh, our shirts on the Podcast Network Asia platform. Medyo down lang ata yung website ngayon. Uh, it should be back up and running very soon. Uh, but we are one of only four podcasts who have official merch up on that site. So thank you very much to the rest of the Podcast Network Asia crew for making that happen for us. All right. I think we're ready to get to our news of the week. Yung sinasabi natin sa ulo ng nagbabagang balita, diba? in the words of the TV Patrol people. And we have to start off with uh, the conversation that everyone wants to get into online and out of respect for my employers and because I love my job, I'm going to abstain from this conversation. So, Rowan Chino, take over from here. Yeah. All right, guys. So, Stan's gone. This is a safe space now for non-WWE employees. So, again, if you are not up to speed just yet, we woke up to the news that Vince McMahon is being investigated by the WWE Board of Directors for some tomfoolery going on. So, it was discovered that he had had a secret sexual affair with one of with one of the WWE employees not a wrestler it was a paralegal for their like obviously legal department and he had paid that person 3 million dollars to not talk about it so uh, to recap it is a consensual sexual affair and uh well, abuse the matter no well, abuse sexual abuse well, well, harassment. harassment yeah well not that we know of, affair. yeah not that we know of just yet that could yeah. still change and uh john laurinitis the head of talent relations is also involved in this because uh, according to the source that was anonymous uh employee to john laurinitis so the employee got a huge salary as a result of the affair and now Vince and John, Johnny Ace, are being investigated. And for starters, we don't know what's going to happen. So uh, everything that you are predicting right now is still very much speculation. Uh, we don't know how the investigation is going. We don't know what's going to happen at all. 
And for all the talks of uh, Johnny Ace possibly being the fall guy, it's also very possible that this could very well end up in the downfall, in the corporate downfall of Vince McMahon from WWE. So Chino, what do you think? About this. It's interesting that Vince suddenly has this issue pop up because a lot of other sources, first of all, let's go to the straight to the source. This was uh, reported by the Wall Street Journal of all places. When was the last time you saw wrestling news in the Wall Street Journal? To go to the steroid trial. <laughs> it only means two things that it is factual, it is true did not come from a dirt sheet, right? And it is also very, very serious. So there are going to be repercussions that happen because of this. Whether it cost Vince his position in the WWE is another thing entirely. Because we can't speculate that because Johnny, John Laurinaitis might be the fall guy, right? Although... If you think about it, if Vince ends up losing his post in the WWE, then that'll be the entire McMahon family gone from the WWE. Because Stephanie stepped away a while back, Triple H stepped away a while back as well. So, parang, nakita mo na yung galawan eh, di ba? Na they're trying to, trying to cleanse the McMahons from the WWE. By who? By who is they? I, I can only speculate. Speaking of they, people are making jokes about Nick Khan, WWE President and Chief Revenue Officer Nick Khan, being the guy orchestrating the downfall of the McMahon family. No, I don't think it's him. I think that all of these things happened to the McMahon family members and he was just there. And uh, I don't think he has an axe to grind because I don't know. It, it, does, it doesn't seem that way. I, I I speak as someone with absolutely no insider knowledge. It just doesn't look that way. It just seems more like um, the McMahon family members did themselves in. So uh, it is true, though, that someone or it or it does seem true that someone from within the company has tried to leak this. No, has tried to leak this uh, dangerous. Uh, uh, Really compromising information. So, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what about you guys though, but even though I am kind of looking forward to seeing Vince McMahon relinquish his control over WWE, I don't have high hopes for that actually happening. I don't know. Parang hindi ko na expect na mawala talaga siya. Yeah. No. I feel like. If hindi mawala completely si Vince, if he still has some sort of hold on the WWE, then chances are mahi- mas mahihirapan silang ibenta yung product, which is what they were trying to do at the end of the day. Diba? That's why they brought Nick Khan on because he specializes in making big money deals. So I don't really know where they go after, if in fact Vince McMahon ends up staying with the WWE, are they still going to pursue a sale of the company? Are they still going to try and do something else here? Only time can tell, really. I don't know. Um, About the sale, because if there is anything wrong with WWE, it, it kind of is easy to point to Vince. So I think if they are trying to 
try to sell, um, they would at least try to remove Vince from power and try to start over with someone else who has not about a better vision, but a different vision. And maybe someone with less um, ADHD tendencies, if you will. Uh, I don't know. Um, but again, uh, I am here to watch it all unfold in front of you guys. Um, I, I don't think something's going to happen to Vince. It just is the way of the, how things like these go. Um, he's pretty high up there. And you know, there is a thing of the whole thing not uh, not being an abuse of power or anything or not an outright abuse. Walang, walang violation, walang harassment or yeah. anything. But then at the same time, kahit walang outright abuse, he, him being up there isn't really a... Uh, um, an immunity card at play here, if you will. Because there are people who have been pa- in the Me Too movement who have been toppled, right? Even if abuse allegations are really sa kanila, this somehow makes me feel like the Me Too movement for wrestling still hasn't gotten to its uh, apex here. Because somebody like Vince McMahon has been shown to not be immune to, to scandal and to controversy now, especially with something like this being revealed, right? so maybe he this is what takes him out. I, it's really, it's really just a, a messy, messy situation over there. All, all. Uh, I, I think at all on top of that, I think that it's also kind of too early to comment on everything since we don't know everything yet. Um, lang na meron merong nagleak ng bagay na hindi dapat leak. And I, I personally have a bias against that kind of um, that kind of trial by publicity. So I, as much as I want to see a change happen, I feel like this isn't the right way to go about it. And uh, it's just too early to tell. And I don't know about you. I, the jokes are funny. The jokes are fun, but there are too many things at stake and in play here. Yeah, because it's even more. There are still people employed by the WWE, our favorite wrestlers, still work for this company, right? So what will their fates be if, in fact, it is revealed that this is the end of the McMahons, right? Will they find uh, somebody who can take care of the wrestlers uh, better than the McMahons have been taking care of, right? Like your Seth Rollins, your Roman Reigns, what will happen to them? Once the guard changes, right? what will happen to the company that's been around for decades uh, after this whole kerfuffle uh, hits the fan? Right? What happens then? That's No, Glendale, it's not, it's not a rumor. It's, it's reported by the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, so Wall, Street he, jur- Wall Street Journal ain't a dirt sheet, brother. Yeah, hindi the dirt sheet. <laughs> uh, when, it's, when it's a traditional media outlet, you know it's legit. And no matter what you feel about, um, no matter what you feel about traditional media nowadays. But it is also true that we don't know everything just yet. So stay tuned muna tayo. Let's, let's all watch it unfold if it does unfold before our very eyes but it will be interesting to see what wwe does from here yes all right all right uh that i think takes care of all the sensitive topics uh, i think unless you have something to add gina well actually yeah, yeah, yeah. i think we've right, talked so enough about this Let, let's bring stan back so we are moving on from uh from this topic 
Let's bring him back, Gail. Okay, uh, now that I'm back, let's go to break. Let's take our first break. <laughs> <laughs> and when we come back, we'll talk about other stuff that went down today. Jeff Hardy, Sasha Banks, all in the news. We'll talk about two dimes as well. But first, we got to let you know about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. Right, guys. Right now, it is the payday sale on Lazada. It is the uh, suited swell the sale from June 15th to June 17th. So, like somebody did, I forgot who. I think it was Glendale. Si, I can't remember. Si Bruce. Si Bruce. Si Bruce. Yeah, si Bruce. Uh, he used our affiliate link to support the podcast while doing his online shopping on Lazada. So, like Bruce, all you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, at the cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right. Uh, before we get to our next topic, let's ask everyone, uh, since we have some podcasts like our friends from the Cool Pals who are doing live recordings at the studio with a few fans in attendance, if we put it out there, if let's say gagawin natin to, would you be interested in attending a live recording of the pod? Champion, you can't have everybody there, but let's say we open up a few slots. Is that something you'd be into? Let us know in the comments with a yes or a no. And uh, let's see if we can make that happen in let the near future. Let, let us know in the comments by subscribing to our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com <laughs> slash wrestling wrestling podcast. You Same here to Jared Barsenas, who says, hell yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Bro, I have not seen you comment. I didn't know you were watching. What's up, man? Uh, so, we have one sure show that we've seen. That's it. All right, Jared, all right. So... Aaron <laughs> <laughs> said yes. Also, yeah. Glendale also says yes. So, no. Follow-up question to that. So, if you if you guys are down, is this still a good time? Because, of course, we're going to work. You guys have to end at certain times. And will you be able to make it at 7 p.m.? What time are you cool pals? 7 to 8 on... Somebody would know better. But 7 to 8 on a Tuesday and a Thursday. Or a Monday and a Thursday. So, so, same same oh. time, same time. So, let's see if we We appreciate the enthusiasm and the interest. So, sige, let's take that under advisement. All right, let's get to our next bit of news. Sasha Banks is in the news because she has reportedly been released by WWE. And we say reportedly because the report nito is Raj Giri. And uh, according to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, Maganda raw yung sources ni Raj Giri, but according to SRS himself, as of six hours ago, and I quote, we've been unable to confirm the Sasha Banks news as of yet. She's on the roster page. WWE reps haven't confirmed. Talent Relations hasn't issued anything to talent, and no internal memos have gone out yet. 
We'll keep digging to get an answer. If it happened, it's been quietly, end quote. Can I, can I just say, there goes the Athena push. <laughs> Bye, Athena. It was nice knowing you. See you on Dino. I see you on Dark. <laughs> uh, I just want to answer Glendale. Where? Uh, so, I know. The Metro Walk. Yeah, the Studios uh, in yeah. Metterwalk. If you don't know where it is, just look for the BBM posters. Yes, sir. Sir. <laughs> I was just there. Okay, so um, the Sasha Banks thing isn't legit yet. Um, we don't know if it's for sure, for sure. Uh, but if it is true, then it's okay for her because she's Sasha Banks. She just appeared in the freaking Mandalorian and she has way more prospects outside of WWE, not outside oh, yeah. of wrestling, but outside of WWE. Should she have been released? Right? Yeah, so, no. If Sasha Banks goes the way of released wrestlers in the year 2022, then it is only good, best for her because she can finally have the creative control that she's been seeking and been reportedly demanding from the company. It also allows her to go places wherein she can actually grow as a wrestler. She's talked about wanting to wrestle in Japan, in Mexico, Places that the WWE doesn't frequent a lot. So, kung matutuong nung release na siya, it's really just a loss for the company at this point. Especially since their women's division is very uh, sparse, I would say. Just answering Abby on Kumu. Uh, yes, Metrowalk is in Ortigas. So, maraming interest for this. So, uh, I hope to see you guys there when we finally do it. So, here goes, San. Yeah, I was just going to say that I agree with you, Chino, when you said that uh, you know, Sasha has a lot of talent. She'll be an asset to any company that ends up getting her. But going off on that joke that you made about Athena and debuting on AEW, let's say Sasha Banks moves to AEW where almost everybody else has gone post-WWE. What gives her or us any guarantee that she'll be booked any better? Because we always talk about the women's division of AEW and yung kakulangan niya in terms of booking. So, uh, who's to say that it will be greener pastures necessarily for Sasha there in terms of creative? I have an answer to that. So I have actually been thinking about it. Uh, when you talk about women in AEW, uh, you can only get so far until they kind of hit a brick wall uh, with regard to their booking. So uh, my theory is that the women's division in AEW has not had a transcendent figure, a transcendent free agent, the same way the men have. So, wala silang CM Punk, wala silang Brian Danielson, wala silang John Moxley, wala silang uh, Adam Cole, right? And Sasha Banks, if she ever goes to AEW, would be the very first women's wrestler to be on that level that the men have had in the company. So when you have a Sasha Banks, you have to do everything in your power to uh, make sure she is catered to. Because she is, uh, without a doubt, without question, the biggest star that you will ever have uh, in the women's division. So if you mess that up, then you don't deserve her. So you can't just throw her by the wayside. You can't throw her to dark. You can't. Uh, you can throw her at the rampage, but never mind. But you can't do her the same way you did Tony Storm, the same way you did Marina Shafir, or whoever else you brought in from WWE. So, ang 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 sagot ko lang jan is 
my joke of how Athena's Porsche is going to get killed actually comes from a, a place of fact. Because like Stan reiterated, and like you said, Ro, madaming wrestlers na lumipat ng company who ended up in AEW who unfortunately now are nowhere to be seen. Diba? They, they do an occasional dark appearance every now and then. Tony Storm, I was just listening to her uh, on the uh, Rene Paquette uh, Sessions podcast and na- narinig ko yung, yung, yung difference in Tonya from when she was in the WWE till now. But even then, you can't really say na masaya siya because now it's it's as if her push doesn't exist. Ang sa akin lang kasi, she beat she beat Brit today. Well, that's yeah, fair. So, okay, okay. Diba? okay, good for her. But at the same time, kasi, if you have a star as as transcendent as Sasha Banks going to a company like AEW, my only wish is that AEW knows how to use somebody like Sasha Banks in the women's division. Because every single star that moved from the WWE into AEW has been marketed in the same exact way. Ito na yung bagong, ito na yung new product. Ito na yung magbabago sa landscape ng women's division. And then it dies after like a few months, diba? So sana it doesn't go the same way for Sasha. I think uh, what I forgot to mention pala is that Tony Khan, and I'm trying not to project here, but it does seem that way. But Tony Khan feels like uh, he's not taking the women he brought in from WWE seriously. Because he's not transcendent. They're not a Sasha Banks. They're not a, a Becky Lynch. They're not a Charlotte Flair. So um, once he finally has that, sana, sana, uh, he would know how to treat them right and not just relegate them to one segment, one match a week on Dynamite. Say what's up to our friend Martin Vicencio all the hey, way in Martin. Brazil. Looking forward to having you back here in our nice little shithole. Hashtag free uh, Martin. We net. Free yeah. Martin. All right. Going back to Martin. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Going back to Sasha Banks here. Um, as of recording, as we're talking here live, wala pang legit na balita about whether or not totoo kung na-release nga ba siya o hindi. Right? So um, until then, all everyone can really do is speculate privately or publicly where Sasha Banks is going to end up. Because until uh, WWE or Sasha herself or some uh, verified source tells someone like SRS that, yeah, she's really been released, it, it's really all just rumors and, and innuendo from here. Uh, we'll probably find out by the time this uh, podcast goes up on Spotify. By, by which by time? Probably, yeah, probably by when you're asleep. Sabi yeah, by which time I'll just do a TikTok and update all of you guys. Yeah, but uh, as of right now, 7.25 p.m. June 16, 2022, hindi released released si Sasha, si Sasha Banks. She's still with WWE. All right? Let's move on to our next item, and that is Jeff Hardy's DUI arrest. So this just happened a few days ago, uh, na CNN palato apparently. Uh, I saw the clip wow. where they discovered, uh, they they described Jeff Hardy as former WWE champion Jeff Hardy, and then there was a video clip of the cops uh, getting physical and tangling with uh, with Jeff Hardy, um, and that's basically the reason why yung three way ladder match that we were uh, that AEW booked for the main event of Road Rager became a straight up tag team match na lang between Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks. Okay, so it's one of those things uh, you wish 
didn't happen or didn't have to happen. You don't obviously expect it to happen, but when it does happen, you're kind of not surprised. And seeing that this is the X nth time that Jeff Hardy has been under the influence and has endangered himself and other people, uh, you kind of feel sad and resigned to the fact that maybe, maybe Jeff isn't going to get better. But I don't want to think that way. And I don't think anyone wants to think that way. Not not least uh, his family members, uh, especially Matt, who he has to work with. Right? So uh, I just hope that, I don't know, he finds a way out of this mess and he finally recovers. I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know how straightforward it's going to be. But we can only hope for the best for Jeff Hardy. Alam mo, kasalanan to ng mga nag-cheer kay Jeff Hardy tumalan sa ladder eh. Pagpahingin niya yung tao. Ang tanda na Stop asking him to do crazy shit that hurts his body. Jesus Christ. No, but seriously, if you think about his current situation right now and you think about how he left the WWE under somewhat similar dubious circumstances, makita mo na parang it's not really all set in stone for, for Jeff. Eh. Hindi pa siya over his demons. Hindi pa siya nakakaraos from his ad- addiction. And while as much as we want to, you know, che- keep cheering him on, keep doing what he does during the Attitude Era in 2022, ang hirap pa rin pa especially when you know the guy is uh, suffering. Yeah, yeah uh, it, it's it's very tough to talk about. Obviously, um, I'm I'm actually bothered by all of the jokes on social media. Even dito sa comments, some of you have been uh, making jokes about Jeff Hardy's um, alcoholism, about the situation. Uh, I'm I'm actually most bothered by people on Twitter who have turned it once again into an AEW versus WWE turf war. Like I don't get it. I don't understand why. It always has to go back there. Na, parang, okay, Jeff Hardy gets arrested for another DUI, and then suddenly it's blaming the companies again. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the companies, whether it's WWE or AEW, they didn't um, they didn't ask him to, to drink and drive, right? They didn't ask him to get high and drive. Uh, they have hired him on the basis of good faith that he will stay on the straight and narrow. So... How is it their fault that um, Jeff messed up and acted the way he did? Like, is it because he did crazy stuff like high spots and uh, ladder bumps and stuff like that? Because re- normal wrestling hurts the same way. Like, it, if you do it enough, then you will eventually need to take a lot of painkillers and stuff like that just to function. Uh, I guess crazy hardcore matches make you hurt more but it's all the same it's all no matter what you're doing in there you're just getting hurt so i don't understand why this is a problem or why this is the fault of the company so uh you can't just shove rehab in his face if there's no problem so um i'm willing to assume that the companies are also surprised by this continued behavior that they didn't know because who who knew everybody knew everybody yeah, thought who would, that who would hire him he's still battling uh addiction so everybody thought, yeah. everybody thought that he was okay uh he said he walked out under his power when he walked out of that match from wwe so 
um, if there's anything to if there's anyone to blame, it's not the companies for sure. They are just going about it the regular way. Yeah, let's also not blame Matt Hardy or you know the rest of the family here, like what Roman J said. Like let, let's not call anyone enablers unless we have absolute proof. Cause accusation din yan eh. Especially given the conversation about about addiction, about alcoholism. I I wouldn't do that. Let, let's not do that. Chaka Matt would know. Matt would know that Jeff was ruining his life with substance abuse. So why would he do that to his own brother? At the end of the day, you can like blame people here all you want. Pero in, outsiders lang tayo, and we don't really know what's going on here, diba? And Jeff, I, I assume, diba, kahit sabihin mong victim siya of addiction, I assume na matanda na siya, diba? So parang, kahit pa paano, may, he, he should know when to need to ask for help, diba? Again, outsiders tayo dito lahat, so we don't really know what the real story is, but like, this is like such a private matter that for us to continue to speculate on it, it's just, it's very, it's very uh, immoral, I guess. Sorry, sorry. Me question. Me question. It's a Kumu uh, from Riven underscore X Y underscore Royce. Uh, that's very sad. But what's a DUI? A DUI is driving under the influence when you operate an, uh, a vehicle while drunk or high from alcohol or drugs. So, champre, you know why that's bad. Meron tayong viewer dito na nagsabi delete. So shout out to you, <laughs> Boss Ronster Baytong. Boss Ronshausen. <laughs> Hello, Ronshausen. So, so yeah, um, nice. just to end the conversation on Jeff Hardy, Shepra, we're pulling for Jeff. We're rooting for him to get better. We're rooting for him to get healthy and to get sober. And ultimately, just like what we saw with John Moxley, uh, you know, if, if uh, the person really wants to do it, then they will uh, find a way to get that help that they need. And hopefully, Jeff Hardy gets the help that he needs because uh, clearly his health is the number one priority here. So it's never like too late for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the hoping that, you know, DDP or uh, a, a good rehab center or something, anything, anyone can really help out Brother Nero over here. All right. Last bit of news from outside the ring is Two Dimes, Troy Two Dimes Donovan, who was just hired earlier this year, March 2022 to be exact. He has been released by WWE over a policy issue and See, Two Dimes himself clarify, uh, confirmed it on his Twitter account uh, just a few days ago. Uh, well, uh, no, what was the policy? Yeah, they, they, they didn't say. They didn't say what okay. it was. Um, it just was a policy issue. So I'm guessing. I don't, it's weird. Eh? It's it it's it feels like one of those technicality things. Uh, uh, he had something that he probably didn't. I don't know. My guess. He probably didn't have a prescription for or something like that, and because of the legalities and uh, the fire share. So, again, it's totally spitballing here. Uh, I don't know if anyone cares about two dimes, but if you watch NXT 2.0, you probably do. Um, Man, I, I was so excited for this Mean Street Posse reboot. <laughs> hey, two <laughs> dimes is still on TV until yeah. next week. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to miss him, Chino, you have one more week of two times on NXT. <laughs> one more week of the fake-ass Mean Street Posse. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, nagulat ako actually that two times is on TV only for Ro to explain na uh, pre-tape ang NXT t- uh, this week and the following week. Yeah, Julian, uh, yeah, that's what, that's what we're saying. It is a policy violation. We just don't know the nature of the policy violation, whether it was an intentional violation. It, But it just feels like... um. 
uh, a technicality because they are saying that they could bring back two dimes after a year after the whole dust has settled. So it does he feel will now like be called twenty cents. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, two dimes seems apologetic, naman on social media. He's a young kid. He's twenty three, or you know, sa early twenties. So uh, whatever mistake he made, I hope he bounces back and learns from it. Uh, so yeah, our real last bit of news from outside the ring is a question that Alistair Conde dropped in the comments. So let's answer this one. What is your opinion about people accusing Thunder Rosa of sandbagging her fellow wrestlers? Okay, so <laughs> I didn't catch it the first time I saw it. and uh, Yeah, displayed it yeah, for thank all you, of thank you. Thank you, Gino. Yeah, that. There. So um, uh they had a match, Thunder Rosa and Marina Shafir. They had a, a, a an AEW Women's Championship match last week on Dynamite. And when I first saw it, I thought, okay, normal lang. Um, it was Marina Shafir doing the MMA style on Thunder Rosa. And then former ROH wrestler Eric Stevens said on Twitter, na, or he accused Thunder Rosa of uh, sandbagging and being stiff. And ako naman, I didn't notice that. Um, but it could be also because that I didn't pay that much attention as I should have. But uh, I don't know. Uh, they had this weird pictorial this week on Dynamite. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Marina Shafir were sharing a piece of bread uh, to signify that there is or the beef was squashed. Um, I don't know if that's an admission of guilt because why would you apologize because if you didn't do anything wrong? But uh, I do like it because it shows that they talked it out and I guess they smoothed over whatever problem they had. And the only thing lang is whether there was a problem at all. So uh, maybe I'll watch it again, but I don't really have a desire to watch it again until um, another accusation happens. Hey, being a mature and professional adult in the workplace, what a concept! Yeah. So no, it's good that Anna. It's good that she actually tried to smooth it over. Um, I just don't know if what. What do you think? Does that mean that she was in the wrong? Na inaamin niya na Marisa? I wouldn't know kung may inaamin sa pagkakamale, but I think inaamin niya, uh, you know, for whatever it's worth, na there was some beef, and that they squashed the beef. So I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's really anything else to dig into it, and. All I can really say is good for them. Na nagkaayusila like mature and professional adults in the workplace. I just want to say that I think it was just a bad match with bad chemistry. Um, Marina Shafir is still pretty new to pro wrestling. Uh, she's getting better, but she's not uh, all the way there yet. And that's not a knock on her. It's just the way it is because she's transitioning from MMA and uh, she still has a lot of learning to go. So um, I think there might be some petty forces out there trying to get one up over on Thunder Rosa. So, uh, yeah, that, that's my take on it. All right. Let's go to some in-ring action and congratulate the ring general, Gunther, the new intercontinental champion as of last week's SmackDown. So he defeated Ricochet and... Are we going to see a monster run from Gunther here? Sana. Um, that, that is what is looking like. So he's been a monster ever since he appeared on SmackDown. Um, they did what they had to do. So he, you can only beat on so many jobbers and uh, lower carters 
until you get to the mid-card championship. So I'm glad they finally pulled this off. And I want to see the eventual um, Gunther versus uh, Roman Reigns showdown, whenever that would be. Chino, your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that that's a little too far down the road for our boy Gunther here. But um, I am happy for him. I do wish he gets a monster run so that they can actually establish him as a, a premier talent in, in SmackDown, on SmackDown, because um, they they need a tent pole to stand up uh, alongside Roman Reigns at this point. Parang a new breed of people to to help bolster the brand on. And I feel like Gunta is one of those guys. So Sana, they do him right. They give him, they justify his uh, his character and they actually make him look good uh, for however long he's the IC champion. Yeah, they gave him new music again on this past week's SmackDown. But at least yung the mat is sacred na, ano yan, na catchphrase niya. Andun pa rin. Hindi pa, hindi pa rin nawawala. And, uh, you know, for basically most of SmackDown since WrestleMania, the Intercontinental Champion has basically been the top champion on the blue brand. So I guess if uh, Roman Reigns isn't around, then Gunta is the top champ on SmackDown. You saw the Sabian Sabani Bostron calls love 2.0, which is like, oh, I disagree, such a, sir. Such an insult to Gunta. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple of matches that you should watch. <laughs> Bostron housing, yeah, very yeah. evil comment, very evil. <laughs> yes, he, he is something else. Itong si Gunta. So, congratulations to the Ring General, the new Intercontinental Champion. Sticking with SmackDown here, what looks like the main event for this Saturday Manila time is Riddle versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And if Riddle loses, then he can no longer challenge for the title as long as Roman Reigns is the champion. Yeah, uh, Riddle might be controversial for other reasons, but he is putting in the work of his career right now. Like, um, uh, I don't know if people were unconvinced that he could only be a comedy, goofy character, but he's shown uh, some pretty serious and dramatic acting chops that we've never seen from him uh, back in the indie days. So um, if the WWE is going to take this actual chance and put the, the, the rocket strap on him, then um, there is some money to be made here with uh, a main event riddle. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at this choice. I don't know how likely it is. I would not be mad at it if it happened because he has actually been putting out some serious character work, especially that one promo he did uh, on SmackDown. So depth as an actor, as a talent, as a wrestler, he's a stoner, he's a bro. He actually has something to show and he's really just all in, pardon the term, all in on the WWE product, something that he wasn't really accustomed to at the beginning of his WWE run. So good for him. Yeah, on the podcast, if ever anyone's going to topple Roman Reigns, it was most likely going to be Cody. But given the announcement that Cody Rhodes would be out for nine months, according to WWE, Shepard, that could also change between now and whenever Cody returns. Uh, if, if you had to pick somebody to defeat Roman, do you think that it's this weekend and do you think it could be Riddle? Kulang kasi adrenaline in his veins eh. <laughs> something, in his something soul. In his soul pala. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, at first, when I was first 
when I first read about Riddle going to challenge for the Universal Championship back before WrestleMania, I wasn't quite sure about it. But after seeing everything now, uh, like if they if they really want to get a championship off of Roman, I would do this. Like why the hell not? Diba? Roman wants to take a vacation. Let him take a vacation. So uh, get the championship off of him. Give it to someone who can work. Um, someone very popular as well. And uh, someone who is there, more importantly. Because he's there every week. He's there on both shows. So why not? I, 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 let's do it. It's okay. All right. So in the comments, let us know if you think that Riddle will actually win the championship this weekend or if you think, nah, it's got to be someone else or if you think it is Riddle but not this weekend, let us know when you think that'll be. In the meantime, let's answer this question from Ronhausen who asks, do you think Bray Wyatt is coming back? Uh, no. I don't know. No, it's a no for me. I, I, don't, I don't really want to see him back. <laughs> Oh, I, I think he is. Um, if you follow him on social media, and it's not something he regularly does. I don't know if it's just me being a total mark, but every time he tweets na be patient or it's almost happening, I put my mark I put my mark glasses on and just mark the hell out. Not for the WWE. Probably for somebody else. Because if you look at his social media pages again, you'll also still see that he's really still struggling with the death of uh, one Mr. Brody Lee. So parang, he might actually make the jump to AEW. I don't really know. But that seems to be like the, the likeliest place he might pop up in. Chino, you're lang if Bray Wyatt ends up being a regular on Dark. So how about we don't put that into the universe? <laughs> Uh, if anything, ang basa ko kay Bray Wyatt is he loves the attention. Medyo may paasa tendency siya. Remember that time when he uh, said on Twitter na yung earliest Wyatt family promos or fun uh, funhouse Firefly Funhouse promos parang there's like one word if you get it from the eight straight episodes it puts this phrase together na parang secret message niya, which he never revealed anyway. Na parang he just got people talking, likes the attention, and wala, wala yun yung basa ko kay, kay Bray Wyatt. He enjoys the attention. So, I, I'm not going to believe anything until I see it. Kind of like what happened with Cody. And I'm willing to be wrong about it. Um, from what I know, he demands a particular amount of money. So I don't think WWE wants to give him that amount of money anymore. And I'm not sure I would take a pay cut if I were him. So that's also what's dashing the hopes then of, uh, of Bray Wyatt being back in WWE. I never said back in WWE. So I, I mean, I mean back so the question in general, was, yeah. The question is back. So I assume yeah. back is, you know, back in his home co- home company. Yeah. So uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the possibility of an Elias return because it's being built for Raw next week. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. Right, guys. So as you know, um, there's also a deal, a, a sale on Shopee. So there is also a uh, sale coming up. I don't know who merong payday sale, but seven yeah, seven is coming up. Ayan, ayan. My, my meron, payday sale. They payday sale on Shopee. So if you want to support the podcast with your online shopping on Shopee, all you got to do is also use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash w9x, podlink.co slash the letter w. 
the number nine and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the mobile app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. All right, we're about to finish up here and let's talk about Elias. So the Ezekiel and Kevin Owens storyline is still ongoing and they actually promised us Elias next week on Raw. So what do you think? Who's going to appear as Elias here? How fast can Elias grow that beard back? Is my question. What can he what can, uh, how good is, are their prosthetics? <laughs> I'm really excited to see uh, how this is all gonna play out. I mean, yeah. I'm also prepared to be disappointed a bit, yeah. but I want to see it happen. No, I think I think they've figured out uh, people want to see the absurdity or how they're gonna pull it off. Because obviously, uh, Ezekiel is Elias. <laughs> I know, surprise. Uh, but um, they want every. They are banking on the natural curiosity of everyone to see how they're gonna do it. So uh, it's just, it's actually not bad. Not a bad way to market your your little segment for a mid If this ends up being Hornswoggle, I will be so uh, like Hornswoggle. <laughs> Hornswoggle kay Elias. Yung realistic naman. Like people are saying that it might be Damien Sandow, who has re- retired from wrestling, by the way. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna bring back Damien Sandow for this. Uh halata. I mean, they're not, they have the same build. They have the same face shape. They look similar, but you can still tell who's who. <laughs> like, I mean, now both of Kevin Owens and Damien Sandow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's going to be fun to see. Uh, it will be interesting if this pops a rating. <laughs> Uh, for people who want to see who Elias this this ain't the needle mover you think it is, bro. People <laughs> no, no, no. Are like, <laughs> no I, people are really interested because no, yeah, yeah, I, I argue otherwise, Chino. This Ezekiel Kevin Owen storyline is actually pretty entertaining. Okay. Yeah, pretty okay. It won't. I don't know. It's not gonna pop the 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 numbers to two million. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you need to go to the end. It's not like the same. Mean. It's not like the same level as CM Punk versus whoever he's yeah, facing yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> it's just it's just a, a way to get people to tune in and talk about it on social media. Eto, may sinabi si Julian via satellite daw yung appearance ni Elias Onro. So theor- uh, theoretically, let's speculate here. What if Ezekiel shows up as Ezekiel live and then nag-pre-tape sila ng via satellite appearance where he has whatever hairpiece on, whatever fake beard on to pass himself off as Elias. I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to see it unfold. I, I want to see it. I want to see where they take it. Because eh. Elias can't show up because he tested positive. For COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he entered protocols. <laughs> that would be the first time that yung COVID was actually an integral part of a storyline or a, of a segment. In acknowledged yeah. that COVID. <laughs> No, to be fair, in acknowledge someone when Drew got COVID uh, sometime last year. But on this level, na oh Ezekiel can't show up because he's in quarantine. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. People are saying Damon Sandow. Talaga. I don't know. Malabo eh. Um, I don't think Sandow retired from the NWA just so he can appear as um, Elias's body double on Raw. Yeah, he double na naman siya. I don't think. I don't know how much money they have to pay just for him to redo that old stick again. 
hey, stranger things have happened in the world of wrestling. So tingnan natin what's gonna happen. Uh, that will be Tuesday, Philippine time. Uh, kung may Game 7 ng NBA Finals, maka-conflict nun. So uh, maybe this is a, a, an effort to give people a reason to tune in in spite of a potential Game 7. Uh, Carmelo in the comments, we talked about Sasha earlier, so you can wait for the audio-only version or after this live stream, just uh, rewind na lang. All right, we spent a few good few minutes talking about Sasha Banks. All right, we're saving AEW naman for the audio only part of the episode this week, and we're gonna start things off with the Young Bucks becoming the first ever two time AEW World Tag Team Champions, and then immediate, immediately after the fact, we had a reason to sing and yell, Christian, Christian, at last you're on your own because he finally turned on Jurassic Express. So, first. Your thoughts on the Young Bucks winning back the AEW Tag Team Championships? So according to rumors, it was really supposed to be the Hardys. And then Jeff happened and, um, and then the uh, uh, Young Bucks this week. So it, because of that, it does seem that the title match was really just to get the championships off of Jurassic Express and to facilitate the heel turn Christian. So... With that in mind, it I think it worked. Um, I did want to see, uh, I did want to see Jurassic Express lose the championships as soon as uh, the, the last pay per view, double or nothing. double or nothing. Yeah, yeah, double or nothing. Yeah, uh, they could have done the same turn on that time at that time, uh, on that show, and I don't know why they had to wait this long. I guess they wanted to do it for, with a bigger tag team, which is something I I, I understand as well uh this is the shot in the arm that christian needed um i guess it seems that he is still okay to wrestle so uh i want to see christian versus jungle boy i think that's going to be a, a banger of a match also a star making moment for the jungle boy if he uh, does go down this path with christian somebody who is an established legend in the industry and he already gets this legend-making match against an actual legend. It'll actually build him up for a future stardom, especially at such a young age. So good. Because good. he did lose the title, but he now gets put in this incredible spot. So good for him. Yeah, it's like a logical step up in spite of losing the championships. Because some, sometimes when you stop being champion, well, you're just in a hamster wheel. You're spinning around in the same spot. But in the case of Jungle Boy and Siguro Luchasaurus, that end, by extension, step up. Yan, eh, na, they're going to be getting into a feud with Christian. So say what you want about uh, what Christian's spot on the AEW card has been over the last year or so. But I think that in losing, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus actually won here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I agree with that. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do with Luchasaurus though. I say it does feel like it's just Christian and Jungle Boy because see Christian, see Jungle Boy, yung pinag na So I don't yeah. know. I mean, there is this six foot, uh, six foot plus uh, lizard that's still that you have to worry about. So I don't know what he's gonna do about that. Yeah, I, I hope he doesn't kill him. See, Christian is like shady enough as a heel to find a workaround. Or, you know, some some stupid WWE wrestling reason to, to wow. keep, keep to keep uh wow. not, not stupid in the, in the something. 
No, pero like so, something that parang some crazy spots gonna happen and and Luchasaurus gets written out for for a week. Because yes, at the same time, while we are happy for Jungle Boy, kawawa din si Luchasaurus because he's a lot older. So I don't know how long he can go for still. Um, and what his place actually is, since katulad niya ng sinabi ni Ro, he isn't the main focus here. So sana they don't just write him out like that is what I'm trying to get at. You're making it sound like magkaedad sina Christian and Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is but, only 37, dude. No, yeah, he's, he's a million years old. <laughs> but Jungle Boy is a lot younger than Luchasaurus. Yeah, he's yeah, also that's, not the same that's age. true. And he's so, let me ask you guys this. Is Christian a convincing heel kapag wala siyang heater like a Tyson Tomko? Yeah. Yeah, he's always been this, a smarmy, slimy little heel, diba? So he's always managed to pull that role off. Um, he's figured it out. He's figured out how to be a small guy, not like Adam Cole. So uh, there's that. I think he, he's just fine. And because he's a jungle boy. I buy yeah. him more as a heel than as as a face. I'll be perfectly honest. So that Tyson Tom Kogan was just like a flash in the pan for me compared <laughs> to all the other times he was a heel. I do so, miss right. Tom Kogan though. That's why that's why I brought him up. All right. Uh, other stuff that went down on Dynamite this week: the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, it's still not set for Forbidden Door. All we know is that Jay White's gonna get involved because he is the champion now that he's defeated Okada. Pero di natin alam if he's facing Hangman Adam Page, if he's facing Adam Cole, or if it'll be a three-way. Because it's weird kung Jay White versus Adam Cole, diba? Yeah, I think they're building up to it. It's just that they're not firm. So it's weird. Which is weird. To not it's two weeks away. Yeah, ten days away. So it's weird to not confirm it, even though you're kind of pretty much confirming it by putting uh, these guys with Jay White. So uh, why are we beating around the bush? I don't know what the point is. <laughs> that would be the only acceptable explanation. Actually, right? Yeah, no, I know. It's, I know it sounds silly, but like, what if it was Kenny Omega? What if he does make a comeback? Right? He's he's a name that is very much associated with both AEW and NJPW. But he was the guy who campaigned for the Forbidden Door to be busted wide open. So, but he didn't out of the realm of possibilities. So I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I'm not excited over Jay White being the champion and over him being the focus of this story. And I'm also not excited about Adam Cole. Parang wala, like nawalaning appeal ni Adam Cole sa akin after the big debut and after he won the Owen Hart Cup and everything. It's like okay, it's Adam Cole, great. Like I, I'm really uh, more invested in Hangman here. I feel like the reason they made, and this is just me speculating, the reason that they made Jay White the champion again was because they wanted to bridge that gap with the white people audience of the world. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like they wanted wow. somebody who can communicate. Because, hindi naman din, lahat naman ng promos sa Japan were in Japanese. So it's really such a barrier for the non-Japanese speaking or Japanese watching audience and NJPW by crossing over the forbidden door needs to accommodate the rest of the world with, with this type of wrestling. So I feel like because they put an English speaking and again very speculative here. If they, they put an English speaking champion at the at the forefront, it allows them to sort of widen the well lessen the gap, if you will, in terms of, of the marketing reach that they have. 
That's actually not a bad point that I didn't think of. Because every the whole story was focused on Akada being a dad by uh, in two months' time, de ba? Uh, lang for me, because Okada is the best of the best right now in New Japan. Um, I thought that Forbidden Door was a way to showcase these uh, uh, really great Japanese-born, uh, Japanese-made talents, and parang to leave Okada out of it feels like a huge injustice to me. So that's why I agree with Stan that he's not feeling Jay White. Um, but I also agree with Chino in saying that, yeah, uh, maybe they do need uh, Jay White for the Western audience. But at the same time, uh, the audience watching the show is already an audience familiar with New Japan. So yeah, hardcore fans there. Yeah, there's Captured also market that. Na I mean, um, who's to say that they can't attract more audience? Yeah, diba? that's also also true. There uh, are factors then. So let, let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. Na you you go through the Forbidden Door card. Kakauntilan talaga yung Japanese-born talent, like outside of Tana and the great Okan and maybe El Desperado and Minoru Suzuki. Who else is Japanese here? You uh, you've got Rapongi Vice, who are not Japanese, right? You've got Jeff Cobb and Aussie Open, not Japanese. So like a good contingent of the NJPW uh, side are not Japanese. Hindi naman hindi naman showcase dahil Japanese sila. It's because yeah. they are working in Japan. Yes. So that wasn't the point of the Forbidden Door. Uh, the it's point not, was it's they not, are... It's not a race war. Yeah, know? it's not... I, oh, I, uh, I never asked for a race war. No, um, what I said was Okada is the best of the best in Japan. Not because he's Japanese made, but because yeah, yeah. he is literally their ace. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, I agree. Sorry, Tana. But... Doesn't it shouldn't matter to anyone that uh, there are very few Japaneses uh, in in the card right now? Because um, it's true, also true, that the New Japan roster is pretty much diversified right now, and a lot of the heavyweight talent is decidedly not Japanese. So that's really the truth of it. Um, it shouldn't affect anything. It, what matters is these gaijins are still working for a Japanese company and are still working in the Japanese style. The names you mentioned, Stan, all these guys have been working the US Indies for the better part of this year now. So I guess then yung Japanese wrestlers. It's because the Japanese wrestlers that were available were already here. And maybe the Japanese wrestlers already in there. Japan yeah, yeah. the Japanese wrestlers in Japan didn't feel comfortable having to make the trip all the way out here. Maybe that might be a factor here. You know, I am not really sure. Sure, sure. Uh, we'll find out as the uh, as the card rounds up rounds out. Uh, there's still you know ten days as of the date of recording this podcast. Na to. Um, speaking of Forbidden Door, more storylines being advanced for that. First off, Chris Jericho defeated Ortiz in a hair versus hair match, so Ortiz is now bald. Even after we all speculated that it would be Jericho who would be shaving his head, so that didn't happen. And we also saw. One, Sammy Guevara rejoined Chris Jericho along with Tay Conti. And two, Suzuki-gun aligned with the Jericho Appreciation Society through Lance Archer and El Desperado. So, yun palang. And then third, uh, this all connects because uh, it probably helped set up Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson, which uh, has already been set up by ZSJ calling Brian out sa New Japan palang. 
What a, what yeah. a convoluted way to no, sell. Yeah, it, it's very, very convoluted. I will agree there. Uh, but this is the way Tony Khan writes his uh, mega uh, multi-gang related uh. storylines. So, yun, uh Because the BCC is feuding with the JAS along with uh, Kingston and Proud and Powerful. So JAS gets even more backup with the guy that so happens to be uh, the person who wants to face Brian Danielson. So very convenient, but he somehow got it done. And I kind of appreciate how they circled around to Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. So at least we're getting that dream match. Um, At least, yes. As for the other things, uh, weird lang that Sammy rejoined Jericho after they made such a huge deal about Sammy leaving the inner circle. That was really good. That was a really good story, and it kind of feels like a cop out just because Sammy is a heel again. Uh, yeah, uh, Jericho, uh, Jericho losing the hair, uh, Jer- Jericho winning the hair versus hair match is weird because uh, we can see a huge ass, huge ass bald spot on the back of his head. Uh, it's just a, a bit of those weird missteps that don't really take away from anything, but um, still would have been nice to see. One, um, if you want to talk about bald spots, you should tell that to Hulk Hogan. Two, I feel like Sammy Guevara just has natural heat now, but it sort of negates whatever he's had with Jericho and leaving um, the inner circle and all that all, all that mess that happened a week, all those uh, months ago. Because people have, for some reason, began to hate on Sammy Guevara for whatever reason there was. I also feel like that. It's like, yeah, baby face is the first one, but it's not. Maybe because he was champion and then not, and then champion again. I, I don't know. I couldn't, I can't really put a finger on it. But but to me, him becoming a heel again somehow makes sense. So I'm not really mad at that. And yes, agree. I, I, well, whatever, however confusing this whole storyline is, at the end of the day, we're still getting Danielson versus ZSJ. And That's really I all know, I care about from, yeah, from this diba, mess. At the, at the end of the day, dapat masaya na tayo doon. However else, however else we got here, at least we get that. Yeah, pero siyempre, we also should acknowledge the fact na magulo siya, kaya natin pinag-uusapan kasi ang gulo niya talaga. Um, before we wrap up the audio-only version, I just want to take some time out to call uh, to call attention to Ethan Page versus Miro, another heel versus heel matchup. Now, for some reason, AEW has been pretty fond of doing this a lot. I mean, WWE has done this as well in the past, pero hindi siya as spammed as AEW do it. Now, parang very recently lang we saw Scorpio Sky and was that Frankie Kazaria and a heel versus heel then. So I don't no, understand Frankie, why Frankie he was keep... very much a face there. Uh, lang that he aligned himself. Although reluctantly with Sammy Guevara. But he came out from like the heel tunnel and he was doing like Yeah, because Sammy things. was coming out from the heel tunnel. But uh, it was established then in that match that he didn't want to be as bad as they were. But anyway, okay. go on. Yeah, the, the larger point here being that yung heel versus heel matchups in, in AEW, which I'm not a fan of. Because in face versus face, yun natatanggap ko pa, lalo na when something is up for grabs, like a number one contendership spot or a championship uh, title. Because there, there are stakes here. But like in this case, like 
you, you can't root for anybody in heel versus heel. Ideally, I mean, Shepre, people will root for somebody in in this case, probably Miro. It's just like I'm I'm tired of the heel versus heel stuff. Yeah, uh, Tony Khan has been banking on the fact that there are some heels na cool. Um, I think he was expecting that people were cheering Miro despite him being a heel. Um, it's weird because on paper you don't know who you're gonna who you're gonna root for, but um, if you're a fan in that moment, you kind of don't care about it, so you just let it happen and cheer who you want to cheer. But I agree that it is kind of um, dissonant when you look at it, and he either needs to commit to turning someone face or not do these at all. I will grab onto a point Rome made here and say that this is Tony Khan booking as a fan and not booking as a booker. So he doesn't use logic. Uh, I'm not saying that he's stupid. I'm just saying he doesn't use wrestling logic when he books these matches. But then at the end of the day, what he's after is just good wrestling product, I guess. Yes, malaking bagay din na yung may kakampihan ka and the heat that you get from that. But if you're just after like quality matches, then I don't think he lets something like alignment get in the way of that, which is why we get a lot of these heel versus heel matches, even if they don't make sense. I don't know. I, I disagree there because it, it's like saying that Ethan Page versus Miro was the best matchup available, which is not to say that the people are sa AEW. I'm not saying that. But if you're going to argue that oh, they needed to get a Canadian person, someone who wasn't from the US, so that's why ni Miro from Bulgaria, why couldn't you get Christian who was a Canadian babyface when Dynamite went on the air today? Yeah. Um, no, no, I agree. Um, it's, it's one thing to kind of... It's hard to separate because you're so entrenched in how wrestling works and how your fandom tells you it's supposed to be. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a left-wing concept to grasp on when it comes to wrestling. But all I ask is um, at least they try to flesh it out, um, which they did with uh, promos from Ethan Page and Miro. So at least na, na established that, okay, these two heels are heels, but um, they established a beef. So at least they have a reason to fight. So that's all I can ask for at this moment. It would have been a lot worse if they didn't do that. So there, those are our thoughts on this week's AEW programming. Let us know what you think. As always, on Twitter or on TikTok, it is at Wrestling2XPod. For now, let's get to our Pick of the Week segment. Everybody, you know the drill. I'm going to start with mine. And it's the Money in the Bank qualifying match on Raw between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Grabe, sobrang galing. Uh, what, a, what a TV match between Seth and AJ, siyempre. Uh, walang sablay, walang tapon tong dalawang to. And it's nice that we're in Money in the Bank season where uh, all of these matchups, even a tag team match like Alexa and uh, Liv versus Nikki and Dewdrop can have stakes because they're all qualifying for Money in the Bank. So needless to say, I like what they're doing here. Uh, I, I hope or I wish there were more qualifying matches across the year. And Seth and AJ just gave us a reason to really get invested in a great TV match that they pulled off. All right, my pick of the week is from last week's NXT UK, Ivy Nile versus Meiko Satomura for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Um, you don't expect Ivy Nile to be put in this spot because she's uh, less than a year in actual TV wrestling. But it is an actual clinic that Meiko Satomura so tinuro niya kung paano dapat mag-wrestling with an actual rookie in there who doesn't know that much just yet. So 
uh, it's not long. It's only like 12 minutes. So if you have time to watch it, please do. My pick of the week goes out to Dynamite. And the quick clip that I saw of Will Ospreay versus Dax Harwood. Uh, Dax just living his best life, man. That's all I can say. Really good <laughs> match. Bre- yeah, I agree, agree. Meeting Bret Hart, wrestling Will Ospreay. What a guy. What a guy. Congrats to Uncle Dax for, as Sheena said, living his best life. Let's get to the comments. Leo says his pick of the week is AJ versus Seth. And then it's AEW Dax versus Osprey. Julian picks our 500th episode. Thank you very much. And the face-to-face segment in John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi. And the Christian Cage heel turn. Bruce picks Okada versus, uh, versus Jay White from Dominion. And our 500th episode. Glendale picks Jay White winning the championship as well. And Satoshi Kojima winning the GHC championship. Pate Dax versus Osprey. Roman J picks Gunta winning the Intercontinental Championship. Pate AJ Seth and Dax Osprey. Aaron picks Gigi Dolin because Gigi. And Wardlow's new theme by Colin Young of God's Hate. So God's Hate is the band of Brody King. Um, Emil picks Osprey versus Dax and the 500th episode. Alan picks the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. And... Admin Angelo picks uh, Jay White versus Okada and the 500th episode and Dax versus Will Ospreay. So thank you very much to everybody who sent in your uh, your picks. Also, another quick plug uh, for uh, oral sessions with Tony Storm. I mentioned it real quickly during uh, our talk with, about the women's division here. Pero I, I just really loved it because it talked about she talks about how she almost fell out of love with the wrestling. And Gabe, if you listen to her talk about her tenure in the WWE, you'll be able to relate to it on, on some level, whether as a wrestler or for myself as a comedy fan or comedian, a comedy fan, you, you will be able to relate to it on some creative level. And it's just really a really good listen. All right, so go check those out. Uh, Sakumu, Ro, Merabang Pick of the Week. Uh, what well, that? Sorry, no, not All from right. Kumu. Yeah. All right. On that note, let's get to some plugs. Chino, what's going on on your end? All right. So again, thank you for all you who listen to the Class Clown podcast for putting me on the Tawamuna playlist on Spotify. Really, really big deal. Also on that playlist is the latest episode of the Cool Pals. I was on that because I was on that. So I'm on that. Also, I am uh, putting out new episodes of the Class Clown Podcast. You want to know what happened to me in New York? Listen to the episode that's out right now. It's all on your Spotify's, your Apple Podcasts, your Google Plays, and wherever you get your podcasts. Also on my Linktree, linktr.ee slash Chino Supersize. How about you, Ro? Uh, well, that one. I just want to plug again MWF on Gank. Um, we released the first part of MWF Republica, which is the pre-show. So if you did not catch the show live, Sateneo, um, you can catch it now on Gank. Gank Ganknow.com slash Manila Wrestling Fed. It's only $10 or 540 pesos for 100 Gank coins for a month subscription. So if you want to support local wrestling as well, please do so through that. And uh, right. follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Uh, for me, go check out On Deck with Stan C. I wrapped up another season and I ended with uh, me just opening up about my mental health journey and just adding to the conversation, hoping to destigmatize it. So uh, I reunited with my former radio partner, Cheska Litankalao. Uh, we were radio partners on the morning show on Wave uh, a couple of years ago. And um, yun, it's just us uh, trying to. 
uh, unpack how we got to this point where uh, we're just openly talking about these types of things on a podcast where anyone and everyone can hear it. So I hope you give that a listen uh, on Spotify and all your other favorite podcast platforms. On that note, Sabing Ani Ro, go follow us on Twitter and on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. Same handles. It is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Individually, you can show us some love over at Monday Night Rowan, at China Supersized, at Rowis War, and for me at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Gel at the controls and everyone over at the Podcast Network Asia team for putting these episodes together and for taking care of our merch as well. If you're a patron and you're listening to this, please send us your preferred shirt designs and colors and sizes so we can, uh, you can get your free patron shirt on us. And on behalf of Chino Liao and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C. Reminding everyone to please keep your masks on, get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can because... We are out of here. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.